Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. <clears throat> and boy, do we have some uh, excitement for you. Plan today. We've got a lot of Cowboy stuff to catch you up on. And Cowboys have made some moves. Brought in, uh, they re-signed another defensive tackle earlier today. Carlos Watkins is back. And lots going on in the world of the NFL. John Machoda will join us at uh, 420 today. May have a little tech basketball talk at 5. We'll see. We may have Dave Aranda exclusive. Dave Aranda audio. I, I mean, I don't know if we call it exclusive because I ran into a few other TV people, but Aaron, they don't have as much time. I mean, the Quillins of the world, the Jack Allen. Jack Allen sounds like such an older guy's name. It's funny <laughs> when it, you know what I mean? When yeah. it, it doesn't really go with a guy who, uh, I mean, Jack Allen's probably in his 20s. All these uh, local TV guys. I'm trying to think who would be the elder statesman. Quillen might be the the oldest TV guy. Now, if we still included Lark, Lark would have them all beat age-wise, but Lark doesn't really do any TV anymore, uh, but he still does radio. Love it when we uh, – Aaron, let's make sure we get Lark in um, Thursday more, or actually Friday morning to give the scores. I'd like him to do the sports centers throughout the tournament, okay? I'm sure uh, Tom appreciates me sort of uh, making some suggestions like that. But, boy, to hear Lark give a score. Aaron, you've seen him do it for years. You've done those high school shows with him. It takes people back. People in Central Texas who watch Lark and then watch Lark with a young John Morris back in the day. Um, it's John's still young. He's sort of an internally – he's got the, the most boyish look for a guy that's been around for about 30 or 40 years that you will ever find. And uh, John, of course, can be heard right here three to four every day. Leading in to the Matt Mosley show, Aaron, have you ever have you ever thanked John as he's leaving? Like, say, hey, John, thank you for delivering such a big audience. Thank you for the lead-in show that you uh, that you bring us. Do you, Aaron, try to do that tomorrow, okay? As as I'll he's pass leaving, that along. <laughs> just thank him for leaving us that large audience. And uh, John always has interesting guests on. I don't know. There's one guest he just keeps having on. I mean, it's like a serial-type thing that he's doing. Like a, a three-part series with um, with Jerome Tang. This really seems to be, Aaron, kind of one of those in-your-face-type deals. Now, I'll just be honest with you. I uh, Jerome and I have had a great relationship over the years. I thought Jerome would hop on immediately with us the other day. But obviously, he needed to wait till the an official announcement. So, I'll pull back the curtain a little bit. Aaron... Jerome, yesterday, um, texted, I don't think I ever told you this, to, um, I was already over racing over, you were finishing up the show, and I was racing over to do Aranda, and so at about 5.50, 5.40 yesterday, I get a, I suddenly get a text, is it too late to come on, and so I said, yes, 
So, I mean, at least he, you know, he was trying. And then he said, I said, well, but you could come on with us tomorrow. He said, I'm booked Wednesday and Thursday. I can do Friday. Aaron, I, we may regret this, but I just, I just said, I just, I said, Jerome, just have a great time with this. We'll catch you down the road another time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure so, he's got an extremely busy week. Yeah, but it should not be too busy for us, Aaron. And and he's trying to work us in. So maybe I should uh, not, you know, kind of not be selfish and just kind of think about his week and the huge announcements that he has and the big the big press conference Thursday. And just go. I got to meet the Tang family recently, by the way. His wife is uh, Ray. She's uh, she's really a cool lady, just a great woman. And then uh, Seven, one of his sons, who's a Baylor student, really cool. The whole family. He's got a daughter. So the Tang family. I'll tell you what we'll do, Aaron. I've been a little bit flustered that Jerome has is, like, only doing John and, and kind of giving us a stiff arm. So let's just interview Tang family members this week. What do you think about that? Let's have Jerome's. Let's have, I wanna, <laughs> let's have Jerome's son on. Okay, I'd like to kind of hear their perspective on things. But uh, Jerome's been great to us over the years, so I'm just giving him a hard time. And uh, announcement went out a little while ago. And uh, Aaron, by the way, I'm going to send you a number real quick because I don't know if I've sent this to you before. We are going to get uh, Alan Holt on, the executive director of the Baylor Line Foundation. And, uh, Aaron, I'm going to send you that number as we speak right here. And we'll get him on about in about four minutes, Aaron. Uh, we're kind of doing this on the fly a little bit. But I'm sending this to you as we speak. The man has Houston ties, Aaron. Now you'll recognize that 713 area code that just came through into your cell phone. So in about four minutes, uh, give Alan a call because uh, one of our great sponsors, and we want to talk to Alan and get his thoughts on a couple of Baylor basketball things and a couple of cool things that the Baylor Line Foundation has coming up. And Alan kind of has a radio background. In fact, he and John Morris studied together in the, in the uh, oh, the, 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 the Baylor Journalism Department, radio, TV, all that. They did that together back in the day. So we'll get some Alan Holt uh, comp- comments and thoughts. But, Aaron, I did want to let everybody know that Jerome has hired his associate head coach. And fortunately, it's not. People are like, oh, "Is he going to try to take somebody from Baylor?" And we told you yesterday, no, no, it doesn't look like it's going to. Doesn't look like it's going to happen. Um, he is hiring University of Texas assistant Ulrich Malihi. Now, of course, I see that, and I want to call him Maligi, but I, I kind of think Ulrich is not an Italian guy. So I think it might be uh, Malihi, M-A-L-I-G-I. If somebody out there knows Ulrich Malihi, you can uh, text me the pronunciation. If David Kay is listening, David probably knows. But um, surely David, I think David listens at all hours. Uh, Texas assistant Ulrich um, Malihi is joining Jerome Tang's staff at Kansas State as the associate head coach. So uh, the uh, I thought Sean Hunt was going to help me, but he's giving me other information that has to do with the Tang family, some of the talented members of Jerome Tang's family. Um, every time I have some kind of like my wife makes some great meal like she did the other night with uh, 
oh gosh, it was some rice involved and some kind of stew, and it was a it was a little bit of of like island food. It had a little bit of a Caribbean bent to it, and I thought of Jerome because Jerome is from Trinidad, and jo- uh, Scott was talking about the Caribbean food yesterday that he makes, and um, and his his wife knows how to make, and boy, it's it's really really nice. Aaron, I think I told the story on Twitter. I don't think I said it on here, uh, <laughs> but I let you I a few a couple of years ago, or maybe it was during the pandemic. I don't know. The, um, it was when Jerome Tang really started doing a lot of cooking, and one of the things he told us on the radio that day is about two years ago. He said, "I made this unbelievable apple pie." Boy, that sounded great to me. I, I like apple pie and I like some vanilla ice cream. Uh, you know. Is that what you say, a la mode or whatever? I, I love apple pie, and I like a big scoop of vanilla ice cream. And as only Jerome could, I said, well, Jerome, I, I'd love a slice of that. Kind of kidding, halfway kidding. But I said, I'm coming through town too late. And uh, I was kind of going up and down 35, headed to Salado that evening. And Jerome said, tell you what I'll do. I'll just leave, um, I'll leave a couple of pieces of pie uh, of the apple pie in my mailbox. And there I was, Aaron, afraid somebody might think I was a prowler out there. Uh, <laughs> I pulled off the road in Woodway, and, um, and and I got my piece of apple pie. And, of course, as only Jerome could, he left a fork, left, a, left some plasticware on there for me. So... Uh, Jerome's been awfully good to me over the years, so I do not need to be. I'm trying to coach myself up here. I do not need to be petty about uh, Jerome's uh, kind of uh, busy schedule these days. All right, Alan Holt now joining us. Speaking of a man with a busy schedule, I'd, I'd love to meet him at, at Coach's Smoke today or George's or one of our our haunts. Uh, but Alan's a guy that likes to stay at work late. There downtown, and then he gets home quickly uh, to the family. And and uh, Alan uh, uh, joining the Matt Mosley show on ESPN Central Texas. Alan, how are you dealing with? It's been a long time since both the Baylor men and women were eliminated before the Sweet Sixteen. I hate to bring up a bad subject, but I I feel like we got to we got to hit this head on uh, as a a long time. Uh, uh, you know, season ticket holder and a guy who likes to sit down there right by midcourt. Um, how are you dealing with this? And I tell you what, Matt, you said, said you got to just hit it head on. It's uh, it's been a really long weekend. Thank goodness the uh, the uh, baseball team salvaged the W against the Frogs on Sunday, so wasn't a total loss for a weekend. Yeah. I saw that uh, the, on the same night we had all the bad stuff happening. I think it was Saturday. Uh, you know, they lose to, to North Carolina, and I'm and I'm thinking, well, this is kind of a redeeming type thing. Bears have an eight-five lead over our rival TCU Horn Frogs going into the bottom of the ninth, and so I'm thinking, you know, uh, or the top of the ninth. Like obviously, this is a home game, and you just go out there and you you take care of business and and uh, and finish that thing up. And so I was like, hey, at least I, I think I want to feel a little bit better. And, uh, Alan, as you know, that thing went to extras, and they end up losing the game. And I thought, man, this is really appropriate. And then the women lose to South Dakota. So it was a, uh, it was a rough time 
all together. And Alan, I was talking about you earlier, um, and I know that uh, worries you, but you, you've said before you and John Morris went to Baylor around the same time. You had some uh, classes. I'm sure you had one of those classes maybe with Frank Fallon. Uh, now, I came along after Frank may have just been wrapping up that class he used to teach, and then there was a TV guy named Michael Corpy. That was a big class everybody wanted to take. But when you were coming through there, uh, Alan, was uh, Lloyd Gould teaching journalism classes? Like, what all what all access did you have to journalism slash radio TV when you were coming through Baylor? Yeah, he sure was. Uh, Professor Gould was there. And, um, of course, J-Mo and I were mainly involved with the radio station. Adrian Vaughn was part of the journalism department. And uh, John was my boss at KWBU when it was actually a campus radio station as far as just played music and different things. So uh, John got to reprimand me several times uh, for music that I played on the air. So it was always it was always a fun time. <laughs> John, now, John's got an eclectic taste. I think he likes a little R&B. And, and so, John, it's not everybody thinks, well, is John listening to Christian contemporary music. Well, I, I think John probably likes some of that, but I think John will expand his John, playlist yeah. a little bit. Do, do you, uh, Alan? What was what were you playing that may have uh, gotten you in trouble with John? Do you remember? Well, I'm I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, Matt. You know, John has a very extensive playlist, and he's uh, he's very well versed in all genres of music. And um, I think that I'm sure I was. I'm sure I probably stretched the edge on maybe a little metal music on on a weekday afternoon that probably didn't go over too well, or it could be an early morning breakfast deal too. I used to have an early morning uh, <laughs> breakfast show. Now, <laughs> you, you the other kids were up and up and going in the morning. You still have uh, kind of uh, you you kind of like to let your hair grow out a little bit when y'all were going to school, which would have been the early '80s. Um, trying to do my math. Yeah, something like that. Um, would uh, did you kind of let? Did you have a long? Did you have long hair back then? Because the seventies was a long hair. But y'all, I don't think y'all got to Waco until the early eighties. And did John ever kind of let his hair go a little bit? Uh, you know, I did, Matt. I had uh, I had I had some long hair back then. Um, I think some folks couldn't decide whether I looked more like. Uh, Jesus or Peter Frampton at the time, um, but J-Mo, J-Mo's always had the clean look. J-Mo's always looked put together. He was always the kind of guy you ever looked up to and wanted to be like. Yeah, that's uh, that, that, that sounds like the, the J-Mo we know. Uh, talking to Alan Holt, executive director of the Baylor Line Foundation. Uh, Alan, it's been really fun hearing you on our air and talking about uh, some of the some of the uh, names and some of the people that have been featured uh, in in some of the things y'all are doing, some your uh, your magazines, your online. There's some really cool stuff that you're doing. But I know it's time for people to get their applications in. Parents need to hear this uh, for the, those legacy scholarships that are such a big deal. In fact, uh, one of our really good family friends got one of those legacy scholarships. And, uh, and, and and we got to sit with him at, at the recent uh, 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 gathering that we had. What uh, what do people need to know about getting those uh, getting those applications in? 
Well, thanks so much. Yeah, it's a great program, and we're really thrilled to uh, be able to provide it for kids. We've got uh, we provide a little bit over a hundred thousand dollars a year in scholarship aid to Baylor students, and I haven't got my math quite right yet. I don't believe, but I think we're close to the million dollar mark as far as total scholarships that we've given out over the past uh, eight or ten years. So we're really proud of that, and really uh, happy to help out the Baylor kids and their families. Right now. Um, you can go to our website at BaylorLineFoundation.com, and you'll be able to apply for the scholarships there. Uh, the process is open through the end of this month, and then we'll make our selections in April and uh, let everybody know. But it's it's an exciting time for us because I tell you what, um, I'm sure that you were a, a dean's list student when you were there, but Absolutely. I was not. And to see these applications for some of these students is just incredible. It's uh, pretty awe-inspiring, and uh, it makes me feel pretty stupid most of the time. <laughs> I just noticed on Twitter, by the way, Dean Mazumder. You've probably met him, the new dean of uh, Handcammer School of Business. Uh, he, uh, I have he, he, he he has a new textbook out, uh, and it's uh, it's it's basically how money money and banking, and it's a textbook, and so I. I tweeted at him. I said, "Boy, this sounds like some great beach reading." And uh, uh, Dean Mazumder, as as only he could, came right back at me with uh, some like sun surf and you know economics, whatever he did. It was funny, but it's um, it's it's this is a good it's a good group over there, and uh, appreciate that that the we uh, got to meet some of the legacy scholarship winners, and then uh, it's just uh, it's a really really cool thing, and that money that is raised is is uh, stunning it's a it's a large amount and uh, it really does a lot alan uh i appreciate it i just i needed to hear you know we have we have your uh your ads that run on uh the station but i needed to hear the live version of alan holt so i wanted to call you up today <laughs> well i appreciate it so much matt and i'm trying to recover and uh between that and my astros losing carlos correa over the weekend it was just i need some pick-me-up so it's great to talk to you yeah, I, I sat next on a plane Sunday uh, with a guy in a Correa jersey reading in the Houston Chronicle about Correa's trade, and I thought, oh, I don't even want to get into this because I bet he's kind of in mourning. But uh, I feel your pain on that, although there hadn't been a Rangers player in a while that we've been that sad about losing. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't identify that much. But, uh, Alan, take it easy. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for everything, Matt. Really appreciate it. Talk to you later. You bet. There he goes. Uh, and that is Alan Holt, uh, Baylor Line Foundation Executive Director. And uh, yesterday did the show from the Baylor Club. That's where we had the, the uh, Baylor Line Foundation. Alan and, uh, uh, and, and the Nesbitts and uh, especially my man, uh, Tony Peterson, they're, they're just doing some really neat things with the Baylor family right now. And some of these battles that most of you probably don't care about or don't know about, uh, some of the longtime battles between some of the uh, alumni groups, because we like to fight as Baptists, uh, we're seeing kind of a healing take place. And Alan and some of the folks have a lot to do with that. And uh, President Livingstone, we really appreciate all of that. All right, it is time uh, to uh, talk some Cowboys. And we'll do that with John Machota, the, uh, the, the Cowboys beat man for The Athletic. That's next. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Looking good tonight with mostly clear skies. Low temperatures falling to around 35 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow, just a little bit warmer with a high of 71. And stronger winds on Friday should push us to around 80 degrees for the high under mostly sunny skies. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, March 31st, and hear from track and field head coach Michael Ford and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension Providence, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. The ER at Ascension Providence Hospital is open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetProvidenceCare.com. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental. They make work easier. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. It's time to save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 168 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator-friendly controls and comfort. The hard-working M7. Built right, built ready. Now get the Kubota M7 tractor for zero down and 0% APR for 60 months, plus $8,000 loyalty cash reward. Now through March 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at wctractor.com. Sell your home in five days. The brokerage house guarantees they will sell your home in five days or less, or they will buy it for a price you agree upon prior to listing your home. They're your connection to buyers from not only around Central Texas, but also nationally. If you're going to sell your home, there's only one real estate agent you should trust, and that's Aaron Ryan at the Brokerage House Realtors. Aaron has a proven marketing system that is known to generate offers above market value and multiple offers. For more information, visit 5 days to sow.com. That's 5 days to so.com. 
Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor baseball scores two in the ninth inning to get the win three to two over UTSA. Baylor continues Big 12 play this weekend in Oklahoma. Baylor softball picks up a midweek sweep against Tarleton State University last night as they defeat the Texans five to one in game one, seven to one in game two at Getterman Stadium. Baylor softball and Big 12 play also in Oklahoma this weekend. Dallas Mavericks host Houston Rockets tonight at the AAC. Tip is at 7:30. UMHB baseball beat number 16 Trinity 12 to nine last night. Cowboys re-signed their punter Brian Anger to a one-year deal. Texas Rangers continue spring training beating the Diamondbacks 4-1 yesterday. The Rangers in action today with the White Sox. Catch Rangers baseball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Brought to you, of course, the Baylor Club, where I did the show yesterday. Oh, what a beautiful panoramic view that was McLean Stadium as I uh, sat right up there and did the program. And it's spring football time in Texas, and that's a lot of fun. And uh, Cowboys continuing to, um, to sign all sorts of players, mostly their own players, John Machota joining us now from uh, from the Athletic, and uh, John, I, you know, I, I think there there's some pretty good workmen. Like I think the Cowboys have done fine. Uh, I I just think it's going to be you know the, the story is going to continue to be about you know what they didn't do, and then of course it seems like on almost a daily basis some team does some huge deal out there. And today the latest was the Miami Dolphins. Um, <laughs> are you? Are you amazed at how much movement, not just movement and trades, but like a, a player we're not even thinking about? Like a, a guy a guy like Tyreek Hill, who you just think, well, he's going to be with, he, you know, they, Mahomes and Tyreek are going to be together forever. And, uh, and then all of a sudden you look up and it's traded. I mean, it almost feels a little bit more like the NBA than ever. It does. And it's also interesting that all these moves happen and the Cowboys aren't involved with any of them. You'd think that of, of any franchise in the NFL, if there were some of these wild moves to be made, that the Cowboys would be involved with those. At least that's their reputation. Uh, not recent reputation, but uh, you know, over the long time of Jerry Jones owning the franchise, and they're not. And so, like you said earlier, you said, they've done fine. You know, That's a good way to put it. They've done fine. But if you're a Cowboys fan and you watched all of last season and – you know, all you kept being told is how talented this roster was, and then you come up short. You know, it doesn't take you very much to look at what the Rams did to win a Super Bowl and go, well, why don't we go in on some of these pieces? You just find out today there's reports coming out that Bobby Wagner is in L.A. meeting with the Rams. And not to say that Bobby Wagner is the missing piece of the Cowboys winning a Super Bowl, but I get where the frustration comes from from the fan base where it's like, 
all right, I get it. We're not going to spend big in free agency. We're going to build through the draft. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, it's not delivering anything that's coming close to a Super Bowl berth. It's not coming anything close to an even an NFC title game berth. Yeah, in fact, you've now lost a couple of uh, key wide receivers, one in a trade, one gets signed. He's on that Miami. Have you, um, John, have you looked at that Miami, the skill position players and taken a peek at that roster? First of all, you got some former Cowboys that are going to be part of that uh, O-line, and it, it's uh, that that's an interesting team. I mean, I, it, I mean, I guess if you're Tua, you're either feeling great or you're feeling all sorts of pressure when they put that much that that kind of skill level around you do you how do you view Tua especially now that he's going to be surrounded by uh an unbelievable group of wide receivers and running backs well i always thought of him as as a winner at alabama i thought he was a no doubt guy without the injuries mm-hmm. that you know that was a can't miss pick there just he seemed to always have the it factor he just couldn't get over the injuries but if I'm Tua, I have to feel great about who my head coach is because my head coach just got done have, you know, having a ton of success with Jimmy Garoppolo. And that's the one thing, like, you know, when I look at a guy like Tyreek Hill, do I, I think he's a great player. But I also think Patrick Mahomes makes him look even better than what he would look on, on most teams. And so when I, when I look at him going over to Miami, I'm like, yeah, you got Tua now. I don't know. You know, how much better you think it's going to be there? Obviously, the money and, and living in Miami is great and all that. But there has to be a part of him that really likes the idea that, well, hey, this guy is our head coach. Look at all these different things he did with Debo Samuel getting the ball. And we know it's not because of his quarterback over there. So I think the McDaniel hires really got to have him excited. And, and you know, to tie it back to the Cowboys, it came down to McDaniel and Kellen Moore. And I don't know that there would be that same excitement if Kellen Moore would have gotten a job just because there's a lot of weapons in Dallas and they haven't you know, produced like you would wanted them to. And so, uh, yeah, if I'm, if I'm Tua, obviously I, my, my number one thing is I have to stay healthy. I can't, I can't have another a setback, but if I stay healthy, I got to be pretty confident that not only with the receiver weapons, but they've spent some money on the offensive line too, to keep him up and, and healthy. And then, and then the other part of it is you just have to have so much confidence with the guy that's going to be calling your offensive plays because he's shown that he's one of the best play callers in the game. John Machota from The Athletic joining me on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, John, we haven't talked a ton about the offensive line. Everybody wants to talk about the receivers and everything else like that. But with the Cowboys losing both Connor Williams, Lyle Collins, is um, how do you feel about things? I mean, you know, with, with Tyron over there, has had a great career. Uh, you almost have to factor in you know, four or five games, maybe three or four each year. Where, How are you feeling about this O-line? And I'm just sort of curious what you think of, um, because they're now going to turn this thing over to some players that, you know, obviously don't have long, veteran, extensive experience. Do you feel good about the talent that they'll be able to put in behind these guys they lost? Where are you with this Cowboys O-line uh, as they sit here today? I think it's their biggest position of need. Um, it was even if they would have brought back Connor Williams and Lyle Collins, you could argue that was the most disappointing aspect of the team last year. Is that that offensive line was nowhere close to what everyone expected. Having all those guys uh, along that front, what's going to be really interesting about it is I think that they're doing 
a rebuild as you go type of thing. You know, that was the thing when Jason Garrett took over as head coach, he made it known that they were going to rebuild this offensive line. You know, his very first draft pick was, was Tyron Smith. Well, they've reached the end of that cycle. They're going to have to start cycling in some newer, younger guys. And I mean, if you watch the Cowboys, there's no way you believe Tyron Smith's best ball is still ahead of him. So you have to start looking for not only his replacement, but you got to fill left guard. I, I mean, center, you probably feel okay, but you don't feel great about that. Um, you just re- you're replacing Lyle Collins right now with an undrafted rookie free agent from two years ago and Terrence Steele. So, and then you have Zach Martin, who you have to feel good that you have another you know three to five years of him playing at, at a pretty high level as long as he avoids injuries. But why I find the offensive line so interesting with this team is because so many people that follow this team have been used to the way Jason Garrett built the offensive line, and that was investing these high-round picks. But then you look at who the head coach is now in Mike McCarthy, and he has a, a, a lot of say in their personnel. And if you look at his track record in Green Bay, they, they had good offensive linemen, and they didn't use first-round picks. They didn't use first-round picks to get Lindsley and Sitton and Bakhtiari and that. So I, I'm wondering, where, like, when you look the way this first round could shake out, it looks like offensive line and wide receiver would probably be the best bet for the Cowboys at 24. That looks like where kind of the sweet spot is. They'll be able to address one of those areas right there. But I'm also kind of wondering, does Mike McCarthy feel like he has to address it with a, with a first-round pick? I know if Jason Garrett's still coaching this team, 24, mm-hmm. you can already you know take it to the bank. It's going to offensive linemen. But with Mike McCarthy, he did not spend a lot of top picks on offensive linemen. So the offensive line has to be retooled. They, they certainly need a left guard at the very least. But you, but you also need uh, you know Tyron Smith, you know, heir apparent. And so there are a lot of guys at 24 that have that position flex of being guards and tackles. And maybe you think that you got a guy that starts at guard there and is your eventual left tackle, uh, you know, of the future, like Kenyon Green from Texas A&M. Maybe that's a possibility. But, yeah, there's no question. Offensive line is, is, is the biggest area of need. That's the biggest concern right now. Pandering to the Texas A&M audience, a large Central Texas audience. Uh, uh, John Machota mentions Kenyon Green, and uh, he is a he is a nice player. I was looking at the uh, thing you put out there, the survey, uh, and it's now got over three thousand votes. Okay, over the past twenty two hours, uh, I did vote, and I think I. I don't know. Most things I do are just for bits. I don't know who. I think I was just trying to vote for. I don't know who I. Maybe I voted for the Aggie, but Tyler Linderbaum from Iowa ends up winning at forty-three percent of the vote, with Kenyon Green coming in after that. So, uh, John, you got to be happy with uh, the survey there. I mean, <clears throat> generally, if you talk O line, it doesn't get people as jazzed. But I, I do think it sort of speaks to the desperation Cowboys fans have right now. It's like we got to do something on this O line. So, uh, John, just keep putting out these O line surveys. If I'm you, I just you know it's the other thing though too is that they're picking at 24, and it's just so hard mm-hmm. to get excited about 24. It's one thing if you're sitting there in the top 10, you know, you think of the possibility of hey, maybe they add, add an edge rusher that can make an instant impact. Maybe you get another you know type of guy like a Micah Parsons that can make an immediate impact. The thing is at 24, the chances are that that's a guy that could be a solid starter for you but you're probably not going to even see his best ball for another three or four years. You know, you're not getting the immediate impact edge rusher there at 24. So I don't know that whoever they take there aside from, you know, maybe it's one of the receivers. Like if they take, let's say like Traylon Burks from Arkansas or that Jamison Williams from Alabama, maybe fans get excited about that because 
they've come from universities that they've watched those guys play college football and obviously wide receiver, you know, you don't have to know a ton about football and the wide receiver position stands out to you. So maybe that would get fans pumped up, but like, I don't know, man, the offensive line 24, that's, I don't, you know, that's not selling season tickets. Any of these uh, mock drafts, are you seeing any of these uh, uh, Baylor had seven players? Uh, John, you may have heard me say it. Seven players at the combine. I, I think that's a new Baylor record. Uh, Jalen Petrie, J.T. Woods, Abram Smith. Obviously, Cowboys, are, I guess, I'd, I'm not saying they're great at running back, but they kind of have to be because there's not much they can do there. Um, any of these Baylor players showing up? As you, You're really good at monitoring these mock drafts. And um, and your buddies Brugler and and uh, let's put Hellman in there. Hellman, a man who loves to break down film. Robert Mays, those types. Are you seeing any Baylor people show up on any of these lists? <laughs> well, I definitely don't want to put any of those people in the same category as Dane because Dane's certainly doing this uh, all year round. So <laughs> I think the rest of us are kind of just kind of you know we keep our you know ear to the ground and we look through these things to kind of monitor yeah. and stuff like that. But I, I know in, in, in Dane's last mock he did, I think it was a two round. And I think Petrie was the only one here. I got it right here. Yeah. He had him 64th to the Broncos. So that's the only guy I think that Ooh. he had from Mickler in, in the first, in the first two rounds. Yeah. So I know you're yeah. probably disappointed about, yeah. about that one. No, I don't know. Um, he, he probably just doesn't have access to as much film as I do. Uh, uh, Dane, I'll talk to him about that, but, uh, um, <laughs> They did, uh, boy, Boogie Barnes and some of those guys, some of those, uh, Tyquan Thornton. I mean, we're talking four two three, four two eight. I mean, some of the speed. And, and John, you like a, you love a good combine and have gone over the years, and you like the Senior Bowl. But uh, that's that's pretty remarkable. Some of the speed, and of course, I'm talking the Baylor players up. They weren't the only ones, but uh, it, this it really does. I, I'm almost mad that. Uh, I'm 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 sad that Al Davis is no longer with us because you know if if he saw somebody like the Baylor kid Boogie Barnes run a four two three, like it, it just would have he wouldn't even had to look at any film. He he just that would have been the Raiders draft pick. Yeah, I think his son has kind of tried to adopt that too. I mean, I mean all off field stuff aside with Henry Ruggs when he was the was the first of that group of receivers to go him being the fastest was no, I don't know. I just feel like that's a L Davis thing. That's trickled down to Mark Davis, that they do love that speed. You're absolutely right about that for sure. Um, you know, I, but I, I mean, just to be honest with you though, I, I going to the combine this year, I wasn't as excited about it as I have been in years past. I don't think this is, this is a sexy draft. I think it's kind of a boring draft. There's not the big time quarterbacks there. Um, they're just, I mean, yeah, there's the edge rusher guys, but I feel like those are in every class, but there's a lot of offensive linemen. There's, there's corners that are, you know, I mean, how much has, has the average person watched Soft Gardner from from Cincinnati? Like, it just it's not a it's not a really sexy draft to me. I just you know, and, and I think the missing the key quarterbacks is the big reason why there just isn't the you know the 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 no doubt quarterback prospect that you know goes in the top five, goes number one overall. There might not be a quarterback taken in the top ten, and I think that impacts the rest of the draft. They're just you know being an indie for the seven days that I was, I just it just was one of the more boring times that I've been to uh, in, you know, six, seven years. Yeah, be careful saying that because then they won't send you back. Uh, the uh, the athletic will, will hear that. I saw some of the athletic people that uh, – got to be careful how I say the athletic 
people. They're, they, this guy's not exactly athletic, but uh, I was down there covering the first Baylor spring practice, and there's my man Sam Kahn Jr. on the scene. And uh, so some good athletic people out there doing the hard work. Kenny Pickett, the small hand story. There's always kind of one breakout funny thing that happens at the Combine. Who would you say has the smallest hands of the reporters on the Cowboys beat, other than, obviously, Archer? <laughs> Man, I, I mean, I think that I'd have to go with whoever is probably shortest. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe Hellman? He's not going to like me <laughs> saying that. He's a good, good friend of mine. But I think, I think if I was, without getting out the tape and measuring any hands, I think that I would feel pretty comfortable making that bet that Hellman probably is, uh, he's, he's got to be the odds-on favorite. <laughs> oh my gosh Who, whoever that 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 woman is that he's always hanging is like best friend they take a lot of pictures together uh i i i, I tell you he ought to marry her by the way i mean she is a she's an attractive woman i i do not understand these guys that like have female roommates like if i how in the world does that work how are you a roommate with somebody that attractive anyway we don't need to get into all that but uh, you need to have him on this show to talk about this okay what is her name i think you're talking about kelsey charles yeah 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 i just i'm just I, i'm telling you I, they i've never seen a couple take more pictures and i'm just like what <laughs> what's the deal there why don't they just take that to the next level but uh john it's uh, always good to visit with you and uh, I'm not going to ask you about Jerry. I, 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 yeah, we'll save that for next time. I did have a good Jerry joke for you, but I just not. I just even for me, I just don't think it's appropriate. But we, I may work it in at some point. Well, Matt, uh, John, Matt, on that oh, real go quick, ahead. Though I will say, yeah. uh, think, speaking of the Jerry stuff, though, yeah, this is by far the most quiet I've seen him be. For him not to show up at the combine was just that's unbelievable. I mean, that's one of those. That's a go-to thing. He's always there always talks with reporters on the bus towards the end of the week. It's, it, I mean, it's just, I mean, that's, that's just is you can bank on that. Like you can bank on training camp, you know I mean? It's yeah. just going to happen. And for him not to be there, um, you know, we thought we were going to talk to him maybe the following week and, and nothing ever ended up happening with that. And then obviously more news came out uh, that he doesn't want to be associated with. So uh, I don't, I mean, it's, it's just interesting because it's like, is it going to really go to where like we don't talk to him from the end of the season until what the pre-draft news conference they have the day you know a couple of days before the draft? It just that it's just very unlike Jerry the way he has been very very quiet uh, over these last few months. I I generally don't try to like shy away from tough questions. I mean you know that about me, and I I'll kind of revel in the fact of asking whatever question, but that's a tricky one to even know how to get into. Um, I feel like Clarence would do it by just saying, Jerry, been, you know, he'll do one of those all-encompassing, kind of a crazy off-season for you huh, or something like that. But I don't know how you asked Jerry Jones uh, a question about this uh, uh, daughter that apparently no one knew about or had, he had not acknowledged. I don't know. John, I'll, I'll work on that with you, and we'll kind of we'll script that out, a good way to ask that question, all right? That's a good plan. Okay, we'll we'll meet up and work on that. John, I appreciate it. Always fun. And no problem, Matt, anytime. John Machoda from uh, uh, from The Athletic covers those Cowboys. All right, we've got a lot coming up, and uh, we'll do some Campus Confidential. We'll do it next. 
Baylor baseball headed to Norman for a three-game series with the Oklahoma Sooners this weekend. The Bears in Norman to take on OU for a three-game Big 12 series this weekend. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at 2 for the Bears and the Sooners. Bears, Sooners, Big 12 baseball this weekend from Norman right here on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Each new year brings a renewed sense of resolve to live life better, which means it's a great time to talk about the state of your personal wealth. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you'd like to start the year with a more robust wealth strategy, we'll help you find new opportunities to meet your goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, April 2nd, Sunday, April 3rd at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. And the variety of our shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if we don't have it, they don't make it. And the Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll also find ammo, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and much, much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, April 2nd, 9 to 5, and April 3rd at the Harker Heights event center espn central texas is your flagship station for baylor athletics since 1978 uncle dan's barbecue and rib house has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides with their two locations in hewitt and waco drive through window remodeled indoor dining space delivery options and new hours uncle dan's is sure to be a central texas favorite specials include any one meat plate with two sides for only 809 with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on mondays buy one get one half off for texas taters on tuesday and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. The thing about having a naked truck is that you get exposed for the equipment you don't have. Take, for example, your rear end. If you don't have anything back there, you're exposed about what you don't have, and that's a life. However, if you cover that rear end with a hitch, you're telling the world, hey, I got a little junk in my uh, bed, and I'm ready to pull something. A camper, RV, boat, trailer, jet skis, heck, even a bike rack. A hitch says, I have a life beyond driving my truck to and from work. And Pickup Outfitters is the place to get a hitch for your truck 
SUV, van, even some cars. We sell and install just about any kind of hitch you need. Receiver hitches from light to heavyweight to pull just about anything. And gooseneck hitches and fifth wheels when you're ready to pull the heavy stuff. And don't forget trailer and brake controller wiring. It's so important to have wiring professionally and correctly installed by the pros at Pickup Outfitters. So it's time to cover that gaping hole in the rear end of your truck with a hitch installed by Pickup Outfitters. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor baseball scores two in the ninth inning to get the win three to two over UTSA. Baylor continues Big 12 play this weekend in Oklahoma. Baylor softball picks up a midweek sweep against Tarleton State University last night as they defeat the Texans five to one in game one, seven to one in game two at Getterman Stadium. Baylor softball and Big 12 play also in Oklahoma this weekend. Dallas Mavericks host Houston Rockets tonight at the AAC. Tip is at 7:30. UMHB baseball beat number 16 Trinity 12 to nine last night. Cowboys re-signed their punter Brian Anger to a one-year deal. Texas Rangers continue spring training beating the Diamondbacks 4-1 yesterday. The Rangers in action today with the White Sox. Catch Rangers baseball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Good to be with you. And uh, some good Cowboys talk there with John Machoda, longtime buddy of mine, uh, from back at the uh, all the morning news and Fox Sports Southwest. And we've crossed paths for all throughout our careers. So uh, always fun to have him on and catch up on some of the things. John's a good follow, by the way, on uh, Twitter. At John, J-O-N, Mashota, uh, M-A-C-H-O-T-A. And uh, always good to, uh, good to catch up and, and some, some good stuff there. Uh, I think Aaron enjoyed that as well. All right, Aaron, this is when people like to see what's on Aaron Sexton's mind. Uh, and this, of course, always involves college athletics, whether it be football, basketball. We've been very basketball heavy recently, but we are not shy about talking college football. Aaron, what do you have for us today? Over 50,000 students will have the opportunity to profit off their name, image, and likeness under a new Adidas initiative. The brand announced today that it's forming an NIL network that will be accessible to its 109 NCAA Division I partner schools through the program Eligible students across 23 Division I sports will have the opportunity to become a paid affiliate brand ambassador with Adidas. The first for a major sports brand, Adidas plans to roll out the wide-ranging network in four phases over the next year. First up will be Power 5 programs and historically black colleges and universities whose athletes will be able to profit off their NIL come this fall. All right. Um, I, this this is good because it's, you know, it's it's – players that are already on campus and now it'll be interesting to see how they divvy it up and 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 follow that i i i am all for players being able to profit off their name image and likeness the issue that's just weird is that and I, you you had to i can't believe no one saw this coming i mean obviously you knew it would happen are these schools that are now using nil 
as an enormous recruiting tool. And not just like, hey, when you get here and if you're good, we'll pay some money. No. I mean, that's how it is in the NFL and other in the NBA. And your second contract is a lot bigger than your first contract. Now it's if you're one of these five-star athletes, you can get, as long as you hang around and are decent and don't transfer out, you can get paid huge money. So these collectives are being used. But uh, I do find that interesting, Aaron. Adidas. Baylor is a Nike school. Kansas is obviously an Adidas school. And that's one of the reasons they uh, – it's interesting how all these people from Adidas and other places have gone to prison. But the coaches, Bill Self and everybody, just keep right on coaching. And, of course, the the uh, uh, some of the media like to speak out against this, but I promise you they will only whisper about Bill Self. No one would ever go on ESPN or anywhere else and call out Bill Self because they're too scared of him. Other than – You would. Uh, what's that? You would. Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we're – yeah, exactly. One of the few. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. No no one else has a real. But nobody, like, that goes on TV I'm talking about, like at a, right. at a very high-profile type deal. All right, they'll speak out against the acts of this, but, uh, but, but again, they don't call out the coach. Only, uh, only Bruce Weber does that on his way out, ripping the coaches who uh, did not do it the right way. And, uh, and Bill Self is a great coach, by the way. I mean, he really is, but uh, the, the, the fact that he's uh, got caught and continues to coach is uh, pretty remarkable, and Kansas showed everybody a blueprint. You don't, you don't work with the NCAA. You fight the NCAA <laughs> and, and, and basically stiff-arm them, and if anything ever happens on this, I mean, this stuff started however many years ago. I bet if anything does ever come of this, it'll, it'll happen in 2024 or 25 because Kansas uh, fought the NCAA, and so far they have won. All right, sir, what else do we have? Uh, just another quick note on that. Uh, I was going to get your opinion, but I, I think that obviously it's going to be good for the 50,000 students at Adidas schools, but I think Nike will probably do something very similar, and that will cover most of the universities in the country's athletic programs. Won't it? Don't forget... Under Armour, Under Armour, well, Maryland. That, and, and, and them too. I mean, I think all of the yeah. shoe companies will, and athletic apparel companies will end up doing this. So I think students across, student athletes across the board, even in some of those quote unquote minor sports, will end up uh, uh, reaping the benefits of this eventually. I don't think it'll be huge amounts of money, but you know, I think it's positive generally. I think it's funny uh, the whole Jordan documentary. This makes me think about, like, obviously Nike got him and the Jordan brand became the most, pretty much the most famous brand in all of sports. And Nike took over. Adidas has made a good run at them, but it's uh, at them. It, I would say that, uh, it, it, you know, I was reminded the other day, the reason I brought this up is because they were doing something on Julius Irving on the ringer.com. And uh, and it just and I was reminded of when Dr. J was unbelievable player at UMass in whatever that would have been. Is that the late 60s, early 70s, whenever it was? Um, the the huge shoe contract that he got for those times was with Converse. 
it's just so funny, Aaron, to think the the modern day. I mean, I mean, I guess the only thing, the only reason any kids would know about that brand is just the high top, you know, the Chuck Chucks. Taylors. Yeah. 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 But but it, but back then, man, Converse ran the NBA in the um, in the in the seventies and early eighties, and uh, and then of course uh, Nike um, took it over with Phil Knight and all that kind of good stuff. All right, Aaron, anything else we want to cover today? Real quick, Texas A and M has hired a new women's basketball coach. It's Georgia's, yes, Georgia's Joni Taylor. She'll take over for longtime coach Gary Blair. Blair won the national title in two thousand eleven. Had fifteen. NCAA tournament appearances, went to the Elite Eight three times and won uh, five total conference titles, two regular season and three tournaments. Uh, in seven seasons at Georgia, Taylor was 140 and 75. She took the Lady Bulldogs to four NCAA tournaments but never reached the Sweet 16. This season, Georgia was a three seed and fell to Iowa State 67-44 in the second round. Wait, this woman never got... Georgia to a Sweet 16? No. Huh. That's interesting. I, I was trying to think back. Baylor, when Mac was looking at, at uh, replacing Kim, he looked at the Arizona coach, who's uh, Adia Barnes, I believe is her name, and, and they made an incredible run in the Final Four last season. And then the person who A&M just hired, Aaron, you said her name was Joni Taylor. Does that sound right? Yes. Joni, yes, Joni Taylor um, from the Georgia head coach, yeah. Yeah. Former, and excuse so, me, now A&M. Baylor, uh, obviously those two schools ended up getting them new contracts. I, I find that fascinating because Georgia does value this coach, and Georgia has a horrible men's program. You would think they would want to, given how great they are right now in football, you would think that would, you know, it, it would kind of lift everything up. But uh, that's not a great that's not a great look for Georgia that just won a national title in football to lose a really talented coach to Texas A&M. And we all know Texas A&M has a lot of money, but hey, so does Georgia. Does, you think Georgia's recruiting budget's hurting at all in football? So I, I like the uh, uh, so some interesting thoughts there. But I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, you know, A&M I'm... goes in and, and hires the. Uh, the Georgia women's coach. Yeah, you know my feelings on A&M, but you have to give them credit. They've hired some big-name coaches away from some big-time schools, and that's not easy to do. So, And did it again and, for their women's basketball program. Gary Blair's name is on the court <laughs> at Reed Arena. Boy, that drives some of my buddies, my Aggie buddies, nuts. I because they, they, when you compare Gary Blair to, I'm not going to get specific, but to some other big-time, huge women's coaches across the country, Gary Blair doesn't come close. And, and now <laughs> Buzz and everybody at Reed Arena, they are playing on Gary Blair court. Gary Blair did win a national title. Aaron... Well, what else did Gary Blair do? Uh, three Elite Eights <laughs> and a couple of conference okay. championships. All right. But everybody knows Texas A&M is a women's basketball school. That's not a big secret. <laughs> That's not fair. That's unfair. There, I mean, when you, spend, when you spend $30 million on a recruiting class, you are not. <laughs> you are a football school, sir. Uh, and they love their football. And they love, hey, if you beat Alabama – 
Jimbo can go eight and four every season. Fair they don't enough. care. They really do not care on that front. All right, that is uh, Campus Confidential, and uh, good stuff there. We're running a little bit behind today because I keep talking so much. I know it shocks everyone. Um, but uh, we're going to continue right into the 5 o'clock hour, doing a lot of talking. But we're going to let uh, Dave Aranda do some talking here. And we might even just kind of – we might talk Baylor football all through the 5 o'clock hour. I could even see us at 5.20 letting you hear a little bit from Mark Milton. I loved – that interview with the Baylor cornerback. I, I've not known a lot. Mark Milton started getting to play a lot. In fact, he kind of took over for Raleigh Tejada. Uh, and, uh, and, and Milton has tremendous speed, much like Tejada as well. Boogie Barnes was one of the speediest uh, players in Baylor history, and he proved that at the Combine. But next, it's been a long time since we've heard from Dave Aranda Let's hear what Dave Aranda had to say after Baylor's first spring football practice. That's next. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Exceptional experience. Extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love Law Firm. They are trial lawyers with over 100 years combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He has obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients due in no small part to his ingenuity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love at SWCLaw.com. That's SWCLaw.com. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready. We are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. Keep up with Baylor Softball on ESPN Central Texas. 
When it comes to filling out your brackets, look for a winning team. The Baylor Online MBA is ranked number eight in the nation by poets and quants. Advance your career to the next round. Check out all of Baylor's MBA programs, the online MBA from anywhere, the full-time MBA for early career, or the executive MBA meeting one weekend a month in Dallas at baylor.edu slash MBA. NeighborWorks Waco wants to be your trusted source on your journey to home ownership. NeighborWorks Waco has helped thousands of home buyers in the Waco area purchase a home, and they can assist you as well. Not enough money for a down payment or your credit needs improving in order to get the best loan? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that will open the door to home ownership for you. Call 254-752-1647 or come by their offices at 922 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, yes, Matt Mosley. So pleased to be with you. Weather's kind of getting better. It's been a little windy and eh, a little chilly today, but uh, kind of a north wind, it, it felt like. Uh, but uh, tomorrow, going to get up there closer to uh, 70, and then we'll kind of sprint into the weekend with just some really gorgeous weather on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And so I'm really looking forward to it. Aaron, you can tell you and I are getting older because we have more obsession with the weather. And so I now have the Weatherbug app, and I really like to take a peek at that. I do. I want to take a second to uh, brag. Uh, boy, Barnett Contracting, they, they have been so good to us, and I, I uh, appreciative. And, I mean, since the, the 1960s. Uh, Barnett Contracting is a great – one of the things I love about Central Texas – is some of these businesses that have been handed down for generations. There's a steel business that I like a lot around here, and uh, John and his and his group uh, that that they just pass it down from one generation to the next, and they just continue to get better and better. And uh, they they kind of you know every generation takes it to another level. And Barnett Barnett uh, Contracting is is very uh, is no exception to that and uh, we appreciate them being with us uh, here on the matt mosley show espn central texas also alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram i i was telling somebody the other day ted teague the gm over there when i had some recent car issues he doesn't care like if you got it from him or if it's a different type maker model or it didn't come off their lot it, he's gonna they're gonna take care of you their service area is like 55,000 square feet. And when I had an issue in my uh, wife's vehicle, he jumped on the phone, started making calls, took care of us. And that really, it's not just because we're friends. He does that for all his customers out there at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. That's why I'm proud to drive one of those uh, uh, Jeep Grand Cherokees. Now, mine's a Laredo. 
and um, it's uh, it's been great. It's just been a tremendous vehicle for me, and uh, and so Ted Teague and his crew they just do a really nice job. And by the way, some people are low on inventory. Somehow, even through the pandemic, with all those issues, um, Ted keeps them coming in. Okay, so he's not having to back order things where you have to wait for six months for something, and it does a really nice job on that front. So we appreciate Ted and appreciate that Alan Samuels family Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Okay, here's what we're gonna do now. Um, I, we, uh, Tom Barfield and I were on the scene yesterday, and Aaron was kind enough to kind of take us home while I raced out to the uh, indoor facility to visit with some Baylor players. And then to talk to uh, the Baylor coach, Dave Aranda, he had not done media since the Sugar Bowl. I mean, like, I'm talking about the post-locker room. We had not heard from Dave Aranda, so you can imagine. When I found out there was going to be some media availability, I was like, I'm going to be there by hook or by crook. And so were Jerry and John and all the regulars out there. Uh, Good to see Tom uh, right there. So we were all kind of huddled out there. Uh, to to hear what Coach Aranda, Chris was out there. I don't want to miss anybody. Jack Allen, Nikki Natarulo, uh, a really good crew of our local TV folks. Eric Kelly, I don't know if I know Eric yet, really, but doing a nice job over at 44. So it's good to get everybody out there on the scene. And I just thought we would would give you the entire, uh, because there was a lot of good stuff, and want to let you hear the entire conversation with uh, Dave Aranda. So, uh, Aaron, I'm sorry, I, my recorder off my phone is not always the greatest, so you might have to pot it up a little bit. And Dave Aranda is not the loudest man in the world. But let's uh, let everybody hear from the head coach of the reigning Big 12 champion, Baylor Bears. It's good to be back. You know, it, um, there's, been, there's been a lot of, um, a lot of work just um, – whether it's conditioning or weightlifting or leadership, um, mentoring and everything to get to this point. And so it, it um, you know, I think in terms of a calendar, maybe not a whole lot of time since we've been off the field, but it sure seems like we've been investing a lot. And so, um, you know, it was good to see a lot of that pay off. I thought like tempo was really good. I thought guys were taking care of each other. Um, you know, not me versus you in a practice, but me with you, trying to push you to get better and you push me to get better. And you know, we'll see where that goes once pads the pads come on and it becomes um, you know more pressure and competitive and all that. But I thought it was good. You know, I thought we were able to get a bunch of guys reps and. Yeah, they're fighting through the elements and all of it, and so um, about a good first day. Dave, was it different at all uh, coming off a Big 12 championship, Sugar Bowl win, different atmosphere at all? No. Yeah. You know, it was, um, you know, I think I think the, the focus of, uh, hey, this is our team, right? The, the past is the past. The future is what we make it. And I think you know I, th- I think I think sometimes with young people there's a there's a tendency, and I can remember being this way too, is that hey when I get my shot, right when I'm in the seat or when I'm in the position or when it's my job, 
right? I'm going to act like this, or I'm going to get this done. And I just think there's always kind of a kick the can down the thing, down the road, as opposed to putting in the work, right, wherever you're at. And each day is an opportunity to get better. Each day is trial and error of being a better person. And I just think it's a, you know, it's a fight to get me. I think it's it's more conducive to um, kind of chilling if you're kicking it down the road as opposed to the grind of, uh, you know, um, you know, living inside out. And so that's the challenge. And we're in those battles a lot right now. Dave, with... Obviously, there's turnover every year on a roster, but when you come in with as much as you guys have back on the offensive line, the defensive line, how mm-hmm. much of a comfort level does that give you with where this team could be headed? I think I appreciate the question. I think there is really strong positives that can come from it. I think you know uh, right away when when you ask the question, my mind goes to just the the different. I mean, we've got say with the O-line and D-line guys coming back, I would look at it as, man, there's dudes that were grad assistants that are, uh, that was last year, and now they're a full-time coach. Or we've got guys that are full-time coaches that are now, you know, coordinators, right? And so, like, I think the roles are different, right? What we're asking from them, right, is, um, is new and improved. And I think they're... You know, you know, change is difficult, and change is um, is never easy to embrace. But I think for us to to um, to go where we want to go and to be who we need to be, we need to be able to take that change. And so, it's good that guys are back, but we need um, we need them to be at their best, and that requires them, you know, um, kind of emerging from where they've been. Coach, how do you deal with a situation at quarterback where you have a guy coming in the spring who won you a Big 12 champion or was the quarterback for a Big 12 championship win and you have a guy who was the quarterback for a Sugar Bowl win and how you kind of deal with giving up reps and all the things that go into that? Yeah, they, so they rotated um, all throughout today and they'll, you know, Thursday will be the same and I think you know they're they're competing against each other, and I think you know Sean does a great job of uh, fostering that and managing that, and I think they do a great job of embracing that. I think you know, I mean, for me, just just learning from um, you know um, the past of and the mistakes that I've made in terms of managing all of it. I think you you always want to come in if you are not the guy. You you always want to come in with an opportunity to show what you can do and if you do it have have an opportunity to play and i think that's that's something that um i think is um is is real and something that's that needs to be appreciated and you know um we want to do a good job of of seeing that and so you know getting guys reps and mixing guys with different groups and uh really making it competitive i think will bring out the best do you, what would do be you best for that? you to get the decision made like is it after spring are you comfortable taking it into the fall where where we, what would what would you want to happen yeah i think you'd like to do it at at the end of spring i think you know i think for for um for, for Blake to be given an opportunity and then for Gary to kind of assert himself is really kind of what's happening. And so I think um, I think it's fair to both of them. I think um, 
you know, it only will make, you know, Blake and or Gary better. And so we're embracing it. Do you, do you treat it as a blank slate or do you come in with taking into account what Gary did as a starter for 11 games? Left? Yeah, I think, you know, Gary's got to come in and just continue to improve. And then Blake's got to come in and outplay him. And so, um, you know, I think he's he's given that opportunity, and uh, like all of that's kind of been laid out and talked about, and uh, you know he's attacking it. So I appreciate that. Dave, you're going to have some new guys at running back, or some guys hadn't played a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of that room? I think there there is um, uh, a lot of raw talent in that room. I think there is um, there is a great um, there's great potential in that room. I think it's very young, and I think um, you know one of the one of the things that we were searching for last year in that room was just kind of that um, that fighter, you know, um, uh, mentality. The um, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna attack you, right? I'm not gonna be you know, avoiding a hit or waiting to get hit. I'm going to go and, and finish your run and fall forward. And I think with uh, Tress and Ebner, we were able to, uh, you know, I, you know I Juice, you know, all the credit to Juice. I thought he did a great job of uh, fostering that. And Ebner was able to play that. I remember there was games at the end, of, you know, on the sideline, sorry, where he's, you know, um, falling forward on guys and our sidelines energized and, that that was uh, sometime coming, but you know I think Ebner's better for it moving forward. And then I thought you know Abram Smith was moved over for that reason too. And I think we're still look we're in that phase right now of that's what we need for this offense is someone that's uh, going to look to to dish out punishment rather than receive it or avoid it. And so we'll see when Pats come on where it goes. You moved Josh there. What was the reasoning behind that, Josh Fleets? Yeah, so I think he's got the he's got the ability to um, uh, give us some of the things that Ebner gave us last year, but then I think he could also be you know a true like the guy, right? First, second, as well as third down. I think he's you know um, he's got great vision. There's a toughness about him. There's a chip on his shoulder, um, and I think you know he's got great heart. I think his. You look at you look at Josh and his just maturity and his improvement just as a person. Um, I'm um, I'm I'm a big fan of his and I really want to see him be successful and I want to see his goals achieved and excited to see the spring for him. Dave, what are maybe one or two specific goals you have for this group this spring? Yeah, so number one for us, we have three, is to own the standard and so that's you know off the field and on the field. And so off the field, be class, integrity, academic excellence. I think there's, you know, uh, we probably didn't start as well as we wanted to academically. And so I'm, um, uh, we're really pushing to finish strong with school. And then, you know, I think on the field, it's energy and edge and execution. I think, you know, um, guys were given energy and fighting through it, all of it. And I think that's such a huge piece. I look forward, uh, you know, to our season coming up and just the games that we're on the road. And it's just going to be, you know, just our traveling party versus whatever else. And we have to create our own energy, man. And um, 
you know, you just like anything else, it's reps and practice and all that. Then I think the uh, number two would be we, not me. And so that would be, you know, um, in, in spring ball, right, me with you, not me versus you. And so it's not an O versus D thing or DBs versus receiver thing. It's guys pushing each other to get better. And then along with that, too, it becomes like, you know, certain guys just in terms of buying in and being a part of all of it because I think sometimes, you know, some of the things we're asking off the field is probably a, a bit much when it's just, you know, football that's in their 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 front sight, you know. So it's like, hey, dude, you, know, you can be you, man, but align with us. Like, totally, like, you know, I think the worst thing would be if we're just – getting a bunch of like Dave Aranda's I mean how like boring and brutal would that be if we're just like recreating that you know and so I think like guys totally being themselves but aligning with us right at our standards and all of it I think is important and three would be you know it doesn't matter get better and so you know the adversity and the the uh, the pressure that we want to create you know we have to we have to uh execute in those situations so that when we get to the Novembers and the Decembers and all of it, you know, it's second hand. Coach, as you come, coming to year three now, uh, is it more that, okay, I want this spring to start at a more advanced position than last spring did and the spring before that? Or do you say, okay, we've got to get back to basics, regardless of, regardless of whether it's spring three or spring one yeah that's a good question i appreciate that so it would be back to basics you know because i think you know like, like a great example would be i mean we cannot we cannot um or at least i believe we cannot assume that anything's taught or anything's a given or anything's understood we have to teach it all you know, and so if there's like a unit teach period and we're, we're, there's a group that's on the field and they're being drilled in something, right, we really have to work on the guys that aren't in the drill or paying attention to the drill, right, and they're locked into the drill because, I mean, you know, it could be a, a Gary Bohannon and Blake Shapin situation where just like that, right, now you're in and now you got to roll and now you have to execute. And so if, you know, if that thing is, is, is is broken and not working then you don't get the the uh, the standard and you don't get the execution that you that you want and so all of those things are just foundational basic things i mean it's you know a lot of them are simple to do but they're they're or simple to say but they're difficult to do especially day in day out all right there he was dave aranda head football coach at baylor on uh, some uh, different topics also talked to uh, Mark Milton, uh, the uh, Baylor cornerback. He'll start at cornerback likely uh, next year, and he'll have to uh, – the Bears lost some really good defensive backs, and so Mark Milton was already getting a lot of play in time as the year unfolded, and uh, he's one of the speedsters. In fact, he, be- he does not believe there's anybody on the current roster who can beat him in a race, and he explained that to me. Uh, as we were out there yesterday, got to hear uh, Gavin Holmes was another player, and then uh, um, Connor Galvin. Boy, you forget all these players who are coming back. Uh, it's 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 hard. It's sometimes you're like, wait, does he have another year, really? And uh, it's because you know Connor Galvin has been around throughout the Rule era and now through the Aranda era, he's been around a long time. 
and he is a veteran. And so it's fun to get to visit with some of the veterans yesterday. Tell you what we'll do. Um, uh, we'll uh, I, next. I, I'm going to get into a discussion, and Aaron will get involved as well, talking about what Dave Aranda had to say about the quarterback competition. Uh, what I think could happen, how I think this will unfold, and uh, I, I think this is going to be tricky. I think it'll be uh, fascinating, and I think we're going to um, we're, we're really going to have to 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 monitor this because I think whoever wins it, uh, it whew, it one of them could end up uh, transferring, and I, I'll I'll explain all of this next. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's number check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor baseball and softball both record wins, plus, Baylor's spring football practice is underway. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. If you like the Baylor Nike gear John and the crew are wearing, check it out at the Baylor Bookstore on campus or online at baylorshop.com. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor softball and baseball, both with wins last night at home. Softball sweeping a doubleheader with Tarleton State, 5-1 and 7-1. Next up, softball on the road at top-ranked Oklahoma for a three-game series this weekend in Norman. Also, Baylor baseball with two runs in the ninth inning knocks off UTSA last night, 3-2 the final score. The Bears, likewise, headed to Norman for a three-game series with the Sooners this weekend. Coach Dave Aranda and the Big 12 and Sugar Bowl champion Bears opened spring practice yesterday afternoon. The Bears will work from now until their spring green and gold game on April 23rd after practice number one yesterday, here's Bears head coach Dave Aranda. It's it's good to be back. You know, it um, there's been there's been a lot of um, a lot of work, just um, whether it's conditioning or weightlifting or leadership, um, mentoring, and everything to get to this point. And so it it um, 
you know, I think in terms of a calendar, maybe not a whole lot of time since we've been off the field, but it sure seems like we've been investing a lot. And so, um, you know, it was good to see a lot of that pay off. I thought, like, tempo was really good. I thought guys were taking care of each other, um, you know, not me versus you in a practice, but me with you trying to push you to get better and you push me to get better and you know we'll see where that goes once pads the pads come on and it becomes um you know more pressure and competitive and all that but i thought it was good you know i thought we were able to get a bunch of guys reps and you know they were fighting through the elements and all of it so um thought a good first day head football coach dave aranda following the first practice of spring yesterday and that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael LaPointe. Looking good tonight with mostly clear skies. Low temperatures falling to around 35 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow, just a little bit warmer with a high of 71. And stronger winds on Friday should push us to around 80 degrees for the high under mostly sunny skies. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental. They make work easier. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome and financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. You'll enjoy one-on-one customer service at the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. 
This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com slash KRZI. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Baylor baseball scores two in the ninth inning to get the win three to two over UTSA. Baylor continues Big 12 play this weekend in Oklahoma. Baylor softball picks up a midweek sweep against Tarleton State University last night as they defeat the Texans five to one in game one, seven to one in game two at Getterman Stadium. Baylor softball and Big 12 play also in Oklahoma this weekend. Dallas Mavericks host Houston Rockets tonight at the AAC. Tip is at 7.30. UMHB baseball beat number 16 Trinity 12 to nine last night. Cowboys re-signed their punter Brian Anger to a one-year deal. Texas Rangers continue spring training beating the Diamondbacks 4-1 yesterday. The Rangers in action today with the White Sox. Catch Rangers baseball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Is Matt Mosley's show as we roll right on uh, into through the five o'clock hour and uh, lots to get to uh, Cowboys continuing to do things. Dorrance Armstrong is back. Carlos Watkins defensive tackle who had a oh, I think he returned one for a touchdown a fumble return for a touchdown last season and pretty good player. Cowboys are, are keeping a lot of their players. You heard Ward talking about uh, they keep they kept their punter. And they're now paying a punter $3 million a year. They have some room under the cap now. Uh, and so Brian Anger, at one point, they didn't think they were going to be able to sign their punter. They were. They obviously have uh, let their kicker walk, which is a good thing, by the way. My gosh. Um, that was uh, – Zerline had not been getting the job down. Aaron, uh, $3 million a year for a punter. Did you ever think you would live to see that day? I did not. <laughs> he is an all-pro punter, though. Yeah, that is, uh, that is really interesting to me. Now, we may save um, this Mark Milton because I, I like uh, – so, Aaron, let's keep that handy because I really like talking to him. Uh, he was funny. Just uh, I, I thought of the, the Baylor players yesterday. It was good to talk to Gavin Holmes, by the way, who's fought injury issues. He's back. This guy has never given up. Could have been so easy to walk away. And uh, there he is. I mean, he's blown uh, both knees out. I mean, it's just been a really tough time at Baylor, and he just keeps fighting, and he's hung around, hung around, and now he's uh, one of the leaders and will have a chance to play. And then, Aaron, it was really interesting to look out there at practice uh, – now, of course, I had to uh, head over there sort of post-practice, but to see some of the pictures from practice, Tom Barfield was out there, and that Josh Fleeks, Aaron, I got to say, you know, sometimes you could see a wide receiver and go, yeah, I could see him playing running back. Fleeks was a guy that in, I'm trying to think, one of those really good seasons with, was that with Rule? Fleeks kind of broke out. And and had I mean he was a real breakaway type player. I mean he he could take it to the house on you, and I thought he was going to go on to be a really good wide receiver for the Bears. Well, it didn't really work out that way, and so now they're going to try him 
as a running back. Now, part of that is out of necessity because it's not a a, a, a particularly deep area for these Bears. Aaron, I, isn't it funny to think of Fleeks? I just see him, number 21, lining out there, lining up at wide receiver. I, I just did not envision him as a running back. But but I got to say, I, I it, when you looked at some of the offseason, they would list, like, who did the best, you know, as far as like weightlifting and that kind of thing, and Fleek's name would appear up there. Uh, it, it now, th- I mean, Baylor's had some success at this. They obviously took Abram Smith, who had gone to linebacker, put him back at running back, and that guy's going to be maybe a top five running back off the board in the NFL, at least top six or seven. Uh, he had a tremendous year and was one of the best running backs in the country. So they do have some experience with taking players from other positions, and they they took a running back from Tennessee a few years ago in Jalen Hurd and turned him into a wide receiver, enough of a wide receiver that he ended up being a second or third round pick for the 49ers. Now, sadly, he's had all kinds of injury injury uh, um, injuries and issues and has not been able to get it rolling with the 49ers. But uh, that was one time when he was a running back at Tennessee, and they turned him into a wide receiver. Aaron, I am very intrigued by what Josh Fleeks will look like as a running back. In my mind, he is a fairly tall, angular-type player who was a good fit at wide receiver and and certainly has good speed. Uh, Aaron, I would say this will be one of the more interesting stories of spring football heading into the fall. Absolutely, and I was surprised too. Uh, you know, I thought it was. I'm sure, maybe you thought the same thing that when the first time you saw it, like maybe somebody made a mistake. Like, hey, they list him as running back. He's a receiver, but um, also, as you mentioned, I, I'll defer to their judgment because they found a first team All Conference running back uh, mm-hmm. out of the linebacking core last year, so they know what to look for, and uh, we'll see how it goes this year. But I'm I'm excited. I could sense the excitement. I could in, I could sense the excitement in Barfield's voice as he got to put his eyes on this team. And uh, Aaron Barfield, you remember yesterday? We're just like, where's Tom? And I I think Tom was out there truly grinding. And and even though they were only able to see fifteen minutes, Tom was uh, Tom was trying to process everything, get all his notes together, and then boy, he was ready to roll when we had him on yesterday at about five forty. And I thought the um, I, I just thought there was a lot of excitement. I mean, I think it's it's big for a lot of teams in the Big 12. Sark has now brought Gary Patterson in, uh, a new quarterback with Quinn Ewers, University of Texas. Uh, that's a big one. Oklahoma has a new football coach in Venables. <clears throat> they got a lot of transfers. They had a transfer quarterback, one transferred out, one transferred in from UCF. Which Which UCF guy is this, Aaron? Is this... I get them mixed up. There's one guy named Dylan Gabriel, and there was another guy named Milton, uh, something Milton that uh, that transferred out of there. This may be Gabriel. Anyway, I, I I just think this is a very very exciting time in the Big Twelve with with some of the the, the coaching movement, but it's exciting for Baylor in the sense that they did what. Um, they had a good off season. I think they they didn't have to go to the portal that much. Although they did get a really tremendous defensive lineman in Jackson Player, uh, 
out of Midway. I think that's going to be fun. Uh, he was uh, he played at Tulsa, and so I think I think the good news is they had so many line O linemen coming back and so much talent at the offensive and defensive lines that they didn't have to go into the portal very much. Would I have loved to have seen them get a really good running back out of the portal? Sure, sure. But they're not just like running around out there. There's not just tons of running backs in the portal. So I, I, I same thing a wide receiver. I mean, they lost a good one in Sneed, who transferred out and is going to play for wherever, wherever their old quarterback went. Is it UAB? One of the, uh, I think, I think it may be. I think that, uh, I think that's maybe where where they are now. But uh, I was trying to remember where R.J. Sneed. Aaron, you remember off the top of your head where R.J. Sneed transferred out to? He went to Colorado, I believe. Ooh, Sneed to Colorado. Good. Yeah, Pac-12. Uh, okay. Um, it was. Uh, I think it, their former quarterback the quarter- went to. Uh, yes. Went to UAB, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's been it's been fascinating to watch all, what all the teams have done. Texas Tech has a new head coach, very familiar to Baylor, Joey McGuire. They've done some pretty good recruiting. Joey's an excitable guy, and I think he's brought a lot of enthusiasm and excitement to Texas Tech. And so I, I think um, uh, I think everybody's gearing up for quite a spring. Now, here's what I wanted to talk to you about: the quarterback situation. The, uh, trying to parse uh, Dave Aranda's words, he basically said that Gary needs to keep improving, and that Blake Shapen needs to outplay him. What that means to me is that. Gary has done enough for the Bears and put in enough time and has the experience to, if he improves, I mean, he's sort of the, uh, in a lot of ways, one of the unquestioned leaders of this team. Now, Shapin's just flat out good. I mean, if, if, if you're having an accuracy competition, I'm probably going to go with Shapin. I mean, the way the ball comes out, the accuracy, the way he played in that Big 12 title game, that first half was was out of sight. I mean, that was that was unlike anything I've ever done seen from a young player at Baylor. I mean, I even have to go back to I, you know RG three was not RG three the first time he hit the field. It took a while. It took a while. You knew he was going to be good, but when RG three got in there as a freshman, it didn't happen immediately. Shapen, it absolutely happened, and so I think it's going to be a very healthy competition. I think Shea, I I think a lot of this is going to come down to I think Sean Bell's going to have a big say as quarterbacks coach and I think Grimes as the offensive coordinator I think Aranda has tremendous faith in him and trust what Grimes and Mateos and I've heard this from it's not just my observation I've heard this from people that were uh, some people that are no longer with the Baylor program uh, I, I they 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 say I cannot overstate what. Um, what Jeff Grimes did for this team. And and I think it's great that with so much movement coaching-wise and everything that they were able to hold on to Grimes for another year. Grimes is now into his 50s. I think he could still be a head coach somewhere, uh, but, I, but I'm hoping Baylor can keep him around for a little while. And I think he and Mateos have done a really good job. And what they've done is they, they fortified the O-line with a couple of uh, transfers. And then right now the D-line looks stacked with Apuika. Uh, Gabe Hall is there. 
and you you just keep going across the line. I, it's hard to even think of anybody they lost. So I love what the O-line looks like, and I like Matt Jones coming back with Dylan Doyle at linebacker. This team's really, really stacked. And uh, so I'm, I'm anxious to see how things start to uh, uh, project and look this spring. There's some good Baylor football talk all throughout the 5 o'clock hour. We'll get you caught up on some of the breaking news across the sports world. We'll do that as we say goodbye to you in the dismount. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchy Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitchy Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension Providence, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. The ER at Ascension Providence Hospital is open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetProvidenceCare.com. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin, choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and low policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. 
weather is here and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. people when they come in they'll say I'm usually much more active but since I've been in pain I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle an arch support specialist at the Good Feet store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Baylor baseball scores two in the ninth inning to get the win 3-2 to two over UTSA. Baylor continues Big 12 play this weekend in Oklahoma. Baylor softball picks up a midweek sweep against Tarleton State University last night as they defeat the Texans 5-1 to one in Game 1, 7-1 to one in Game 2 at Getterman Stadium. Baylor softball and Big 12 play also in Oklahoma this weekend. Dallas Mavericks host Houston Rockets tonight at the AAC. Tip is at 7-30. UMHB baseball beat number 16 Trinity 12-9 last night. Cowboys re-signed their punter Brian Anger to a one-year deal. Texas Rangers continue spring training beating the Diamondbacks 4-1 yesterday. The Rangers in action today with the White Sox. Catch Rangers baseball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. This is Matt Mosley's show. We say good night to you, and uh, I love all this stuff. Aaron, I just saw there's a six eight. I don't have it up now. It was a Under Armour six eight, eighty four inch wingspan offensive lineman. I don't really have to. I don't think we have to say their names when they only cut it down to twelve. I don't want to get people too excited about it. All right, but he's like a 2023 class Under Armour All American. And he's he's whittled his his uh, schools down to twelve. And Aaron, you'll be happy to know the Baylor Bears. The Baylor Bears are on the list. Always good. I to get hear. a kick. I get a kick out of that, Aaron. When they when they you know now when they get it down to three or four, you can kind of yeah, your ears perk up. But I always like on Twitter, like you got middle aged men and women like responding to that stuff. You know, sick them, go Bears. <laughs> I'm just thinking, golly. And I'm sure the recruits love that. You know, love all the different schools kind of fighting over them. They're having a good time with it. Golly, I hope. I was just thinking about uh, earlier today, I was thinking about a recruit because I was talking to somebody about a uh, 2024 basketball recruit who is 
he, he'll end up being, I'm not talking about just the best guard in the country. He may be the best player, period, by the time he's done. He's a 6'5", two-guard from Lake Highlands, Texas, right in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Baylor wants him. Kansas wants him. Kentucky wants him bad. Uh, and uh, it's uh, his name's Trey Johnson. Wow. Wow, that's going to be fun to watch. I hope the Bears get him. You better stay away from him, Coach Tang. All right, we love you. But if you're going to just do John Morris's uh, show, uh, we can't send you any of these recruits, okay, to Manhattan. No, I'm kidding. You can do whatever show you want. Um, I like having him on that, what's that, Baylor podcast? What do they call that? Aaron Sickum podcast? Yes. Okay. All right. You ever notice that? Like, Baylor has not really protected the brand name Sikkim very well. Have you noticed that every – we have, uh, we have uh, our buddy from uh, Rivals on, Kevin Longquist. His handle is called Sikkim Sports. There's a Sikkim – what is that thing called, Aaron? Sikkim 315 or something, whatever that is. Uh, Sikkim 303. And it's just funny that um, I, Baylor's got to protect Sikkim. They can't – everybody in the world names their stuff Sikkim. Okay, now John can do whatever he wants because he's from Baylor. So, but that's Baylor owned Sikkim podcast. I don't understand why they let all these other people call themselves Sikkim. It doesn't make any sense. All right, it is the Matt Mosley show. That's all the time we have left. I got a good story for tomorrow for Campus Confidential. Aaron, remind me, it involves your buddy Kelvin Sampson. All right, we got to say good night. Everybody have a great evening. We'll see you tomorrow at four o'clock. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference basketball. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time to check a Big 12 basketball in today's Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, former Baylor associate head coach Jerome Tang is on his